Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Never been busier. Really? Crazy. Doing what? Uh, just got out of a huge Molly team meeting and just crazy busy. I see. Getting Do you think me. you can make time for the stoners? I think I can. It's my favorite part of the day today. Great. So excited and so excited about our guest today. I know. I think she is just excited as we are. Okay, so today, I just even have to announce at top of show that we oh. have Brittany Kelly on today. I'm just going to start by saying a badass woman, female entrepreneur that works her tail off. She started a company called Tribe Kelly because she is married to Brian Kelly of Florida Georgia Lawn. But I don't even want to introduce her as that more than just the most amazing female entrepreneur ever that has really built these amazing businesses and just such a cool young girl that set goals and just made things happen. I just adore her. And she's a stoner. She is. And she's amazing. She really, really is. Yeah. So we're going to have her on in just a little bit. But until then, what have you been doing? <laughs> Honestly, it has been gorgeous here. The mm-hmm. weather is just 70s and beautiful. And so on Saturday, actually Friday and Saturday, both, and Sunday morning, I went plant shopping. Oh, boy. It is that time of year. And I went to like three different plant shops and got so many amazing plants, indoor and outdoor. Uh, you know what? As much as I love my succulents, I have moved on a little bit to more. Really? Yes. I'm still, I'm still on the succulent train, <laughs> but I've also like, I just got a lot of beautiful flowering plants that I planted with some of my really big succulents. And honestly, Mom, it is absolutely gorgeous. Can you turn your mail dinger off, please? I just did. But anyway, I'm going to put up pictures, guys, because it honestly, I shocked myself at how good it looks. Well, that is just exciting. Brandy, what I, are you doing? I'm taking a video of the cutest dog on the face of the planet. That's what. What do you mean? Astra is just being so cute. Oh. I had to take a quick vid. Oh my gosh. What Don't is worry, she doing? You're, you're in it. Amazing. She's just the cutest little angel. Well, I've been watching a lot of TV. Like what? And just, I don't know where all this free time has come from. Did you ever get into Younger? No. Is Emily Osmond in that? No. Hillary Duff. 
Yeah, celery duck. It is so good. Okay, it was like, it's been on for a while, but I I thought it was over. So like there were six seasons. I watched all six. I was obsessed and I was crushed when it was over. And But all of a sudden, they're blessing us with a season seven that just came out. So I've been watching that. I feel like you would think it's really cute. Honestly, it's kind of nuts. Seven seasons is a long time for a show. It's a great show. Do you know the premise at all? No, I was going to say, what's the premise? Okay. I feel like it's like something like you could totally pull off. So it's uh, it's about this chick, this woman, uh, who's, she's like I guess, like a 40-something, and she's trying to get a job in like publishing in New York City, but like all the young people are taking all the jobs, and she can't get a job. So literally somebody's like, well, you look so young. Why don't you just pretend you're a 20-something so that you'll get hired because like no one's going to know. So she fakes being 20-something gets a job at a huge publishing company and then has to like keep up the lie. So the whole first like several seasons is her pretending to be 20 something and Hillary Duff is like her coworker and then they become friends. But then her boss who's like 50 something and her like falling in love, but like they can't because he, she, he thinks she's 20 something, but she's not, she actually could do it. It's like a whole thing. It's so good. Ooh, that does sound good. You got to watch. It sounds really good. So years ago, I pitched a show. Of course, I was told no. Um, <laughs> like, again, can we just say, wait, do we need a segment about Tisha's Hollywood failures or whatever? I don't know. I guess anyway. so, because you've got so many. Honey, <laughs> we could fill the whole hour every mm-hmm. week. But anyway, I wanted to do one called The 40-Year-Old Intern. Because I met a girl who, like, on a whim, quit her job at a huge record company. And, I mean, she was very high up, like, flying on private jets to the meetings with the boss. I mean, high up. And so, they go to promote someone, which she was in line to get the promotion, and they gave it to a 20-year-old. So, she lost her mind, quit her job, then got home four hours later and was like, oh, my gosh, I just quit my job. And is literally kind of having a breakdown. And she decides, very much like myself, that like she loves what she does in the music business, but what her true love is is interior design. This is all real people. Mm. And so she's crying in her Cheerios, in Mm. her house. She has somebody that lives next door that knows how much she loves design. And they don't have a budget, but they give her like $500 to do like two rooms in their house just to get her off the couch. And she's like, I can do this. So she literally gets an internship at Kelly Wurstler and she is there and everybody's like in their 20s and they're in these little cliques and she's the only 40 year old and they just treat her like she's a dinosaur. And that she learns so much during that time period that it is nuts. And so she ended up going on and she now makes furniture and does all these amazing things. But I wanted to make a show of that. Tell me that wouldn't have been a great show. Yeah, that would have been a great show. It would have been an amazing show. Like for There's real, still, you get the twenty time, right? The forty somethings, the music <laughs> business, the interior does like it's amazing. Nope, nope. Honestly, you should just start pitching things under an alias and not your name because, I like, maybe so. It has you, I don't know. Like, you, you know why? Know. Because when I pitch things, they immediately think one of my family members can be in it. That I'm pitching it, but oh yes, we can do that. But let's get Molly or no, you know, a family member in it. Mm-hmm. No, I want to pitch things like I do not have these family members. I love them, but they don't need to be in everything I pitch. And it is just like, see me for me, people, which they don't. You need an alias. And they don't know what they're missing. (laughs) They do not know what they're missing. You're too much. No, it's ridiculous. 
Although I'm getting ready to pitch something else in a few days. I'll tell you all about donors. You are going to love it. I, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it, but it is good. Then and don't talk de- about it. It definitely has a little marijuana involved. Oh, boy. Maybe somebody that's older that sm- starts smoking later in life and brings out their creativity. So you? <laughs> I wouldn't be. You know what? Maybe I should play myself now. Oh, just, boy. Um, but okay, are you I'm, saying too much? I'm saying too much, yeah. Moving on. Okay. So the other thing I watched that I loved, and I actually forgot to talk about it on YFT this week. So this is a Sorry We're Stone exclusive. I honestly don't even know if it's out yet. I need to do a quick Google because your girl got special privileges to watch this early. Please hold. Oh, no. It's in theaters. What is it? April 9th. Um, It's called Voyagers. I think I mentioned it to you because Lily Rose Depp is in it. Cute. It's so good. You know, I live for a space movie. So it's a space movie, but it's like what's different about it is that it's all kids. So the whole idea is like the earth is dying, right? Because we're destroying it. That's real. And we're in the future. And basically they like get this group of kids like at a very young age and basically like prime them to go to space, put them in space when they're super young. And then the idea is that their grandchildren, by the time they get to this faraway planet that can sustain life, their grandchildren will start lives on this planet. But it takes 86 years to get there. So they're not going to see it. And their kids aren't going to see it. So So they're going to die on the way. Yeah. So, but like, so these kids get in space, right? And then start like getting older and becoming teenagers and start rebelling against everything and fighting amongst each other and all the stuff. And of course it's space. So things go wrong and people die and it's just great. Oh, I can't wait. I love those kind of shows. I loved it. Okay. So I heard in real life that, okay, stoners get stoned because I'm (laughs) rambling, but because I don't remember the name of it, but there's a real thing where like in real life that you're supposed to be able to sign up to go to like Mars Mm -hmm. and they're going to start a new world Mm -hmm. on Mars, like a new civilization. And like, you can get there. But the thing is, is you are never allowed to come. Like you, when you go, you don't come back. I mean, and the whole reason they want people to go, and I forget how many years it takes to get there. I'm thinking like three, not that long. But then the whole point is to set up civilization there and like knowing like when you leave, you do not come back. And it's the same thing because they want people there getting pregnant, having babies and populating Mars. And I think it's actually a real thing. And I've read that there's like 300,000 people who have already signed up and they only pick 15. 15? Yeah. How can only 15 people start a whole new civilization? Well, Isn't everyone going to like be related by some point? Ooh. <laughs> That's always my first thought is like, so, like somewhere down this line, well, like that means people... we are because Adam, I mean, um, Adam and Eve started and Abraham I, and Sarah. I know. It's and freaky. Sarah, speaking of the bot, and Sarah was old, old as dirt. And she started having babies. Well, if you want to get really technical, we actually don't know how old people were in the Bible because the way they do age could be so different than the way we do age because it was so long ago. Like, who says their calendar year was anything the same as ours? You just don't know. That's true. That's way too deep. I'm not signed up for that. People that want babies and are older, there is hope. That was the mortal my story. Oh, but you don't really know. Okay. What a great moral. Moving on, but I, I do want to watch Voyagers. That sounds amazing. Really good. But who, can we talk about who on earth would sign up to go to Mars and never come back? 
people. Honestly, I would I would consider it. You know what you are one of those types. I would seriously I would totally see you doing this. If it was, if I didn't love my horses so much, I would be like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm serious. I can see you doing that. <laughs> that would be so annoying. <laughs> like, I, I was going to be selfish and say, why else would I give birth to you except need you when I'm old? And then you're just going to take off and go to Mars? You've got four other kids to take care of you. And you know what? Molly and Noah would take care of me. But, I don't know if Noah would, she would financially take care of you, but I don't picture Noah like waiting on you hand and foot like I think you expect. I think she might. I don't know. I think Noah out of anybody, Molly would just pay for somebody to take care of me. That's true. And, and then call in bed and say, I want to watch TV with my mommy. That would happen. But I do think Noah would really take care of me. She'd be so stoned though. Do you want her to take care of you? But... Maybe that's a good thing. But Brazen, too. I think Brazen would, too. I'll just never forget the one time I had a terrible stomach virus. Or I actually think it was food poisoning. I've never been so sick in my life. And I begged everyone to go to the pharmacy at 2 o'clock in the morning and get me this pill to make me stop throwing up that the doctor called in. The only person that would do it was Brazen. Well, let's see how Brazen does with the child that's coming and see if he can, like, keep that alive. And then we'll see if he can handle you. Uh, yeah, in Noah's defense, she couldn't drive yet. So, yeah, no one else would go. Not Trace, not, I, I, you weren't, I don't think I'll hit you up. You're insane. And you know who came and sat right by me for like 15 hours and didn't even go to sleep and just sat straight up because I was so sick? Mammy. Well, that doesn't shock me at all. I just don't want to ever be sick without her ever again because it's not good. And good Lord knows you're not doing it. Taking care of you? Setting stuff beside me while I throw up. <laughs> Absolutely not. <sighs> I'm you want someone to sit beside you when you're puking. I definitely do not. No, I don't either. I just want mom sitting there in the next room. Oh my God. I want everyone to go away when I'm sick. I just get so scared. Like I'm going to need a like rush to the hospital. Why do you do this? Why do you go into a dark place? I do. If I literally would start throwing up right now, I would be in such a dark place that I'd need to like, uh-huh. no, I could get to the hospital. That's not normal. I know. Although I do feel like it could be to do with the fact that I lost my dad at 19. Yeah, but he didn't, not from throwing up. No, but it's like, like a, throwing up was like a common, common thing. No, his was like a cough and like his, no, you know what? He said he felt like there was something stuck in his throat. That's how it started. Okay. We need to turn this conversation yeah, around. This is going, this is going the wrong direction. It really is. Okay. Should we do some DRMTs before we yes, call because, Yes, yes, yes. Because I feel like once Brittany gets on here, we're going to get really into the combo, and then we're going to run out of time for DRMTs. So let's just do a handful. Great. Let's take a listen. Hi, guys. It's Emily from Massachusetts again to ask a random question and ramble on. So I know you guys are animal lovers, and I recently acquired a little baby axolotl. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically a little, um, like, salamander amphibian creature that lives under the water, and it's literally the cutest thing I've ever freaking owned. Like, I'm obsessed with it. But I know you guys have had your fair share of pets in the past, and you have some interesting ones now. So I was just wondering if you if there are any dream pets that you haven't owned and would like to one day or any pets that you previously owned they don't have now that you miss owning. I had two rats several years ago and they were the sweetest little beings. I would love to have some again someday, maybe when I have my own house. But yeah, do you guys have any funny, weird little pets you've ever had or have now? 
Um, yeah. Anyways, sorry. Don't. <laughs> she said she used to own rats. Yes. Is that what she said? And I vaguely remember a friend of mine having rats, and they actually were really sweet. Oh, I've got a ton in my barn. You want me to capture one and put it in your bedroom downstairs? Hilarious. I'm serious. There's one. It's gigantic. It's I see it all the time. Not for me. But you know what? You know what pet I used to be obsessed with? I think it was the year I was in college. And I was, for some reason, I wanted a sugar glider so bad. <laughs> Do you know what Wait, those are? Those that are little teeny and that you can put them in your pocket? Yes, because they're nocturnal. So you mm-hmm. literally like carry them around in a little pouch during the day and they just sleep. And then they're awake the whole night that you're sleeping. It's great. That is amazing. Uh, they're cute, but they can kind of fly. I kind of wish a lot of things were not. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I want is I really do think someday I want an alpaca. We can do that. Easy. They are just so cute. Like their little eyes and their little faces are just so freaking cute. And I've heard they're actually really clean animals. Yeah, I think they're pretty low maintenance. I think that they poo in one spot every time. Oh my gosh. I'm serious. And keep their whole area clean. How cute I can is see that? that. Yeah, yeah. My friend Annie's got a couple. I should I feel but I feel like they're pretty low maintenance. We I can make that happen. The blonde one, the really pretty blonde. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, but the dark brown ones are so cute too. One, we just have one. We can get more than one. I think we really should. They are so precious. They are cute. Honestly, at this point, I just see her as my pet. I have this red fox that lives in the backyard. I saw her today. She first of all, she's huge. Like she's almost as big as Astra. And she is just the freaking coolest. Anytime I get to watch her, I'm obsessed with her. Can we call her Foxy? Yeah, we can. That's so cute. Okay, so does she bother Astra? Like you're not Not scared? Not at all. She only comes out when she doesn't think anyone's looking. Uh Uh-huh. The only time I ever see her is from the back. Put food so you can keep getting closer to her? I don't know. So the one time she starts coming around closer is when she has babies she always has her babies under the barn and like hides them there. And so when her babies are under there, she like uh, ventures out during the day to get food for them. And she'll, um, I think she goes and steals the neighbor's uh, chicken eggs and probably kills a chicken or two and brings the eggs back. Cause I found eggs in my riding arena before. Cause it's right by the, like, oh, where yeah. she goes under the barn. And every now and then I'll see her and she's just sitting in the arena with the horses, just chilling, like keeping an eye on everything. She's cool. I love her. I know. I'm obsessed with her. I can't wait to get there. Do you think I'll see her? I'm, I saw her literally today. So probably. So when I bought my house in Nashville that we did the show where we did the show from that had the barn, we did an episode, the last episode of Cyrus versus Cyrus. There's an old barn that we converted to a guest house for Miley. But before we moved it, because we actually had to pick it up and move it toward the house where originally we, was. You weren't there for that. I had to supervise the picking up and moving of the barn. It's so true. Where was on tour? No, but I FaceTimed you and you were obviously no help from FaceTime. I was in California for sure. I remember. Insane. Anyway, before Brandy helped pick up the barn and move it, there, when I bought the house, they told me there was a group of foxes that lived, red foxes that lived in that barn. That they saw, saw them every now and then down there in that barn. Mm-hmm. So cute. They cute. Okay. We rambled. Next. Yeah, we did. 
All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine. Lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, All new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. (laughs) Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush it out. This is amazing. So tell the stoners how we get it. 
Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. Hey, y'all. My name's Alexis, and I have a quick question for you guys. By the way, I love your podcast. It's super awesome, and I just helps me unwind from my long days and everything. But I was wondering if you guys had any advice on specific uh, strains um, just to kind of help keep you going throughout the day. Um, I'm very big on sativa and not really an indica kind of girl. So I was just wondering if you had any ideas of sativas that just really help you out in keeping you motivated and keeping you going. Also, I'm redoing my room, so I was wondering if you guys had any ideas for me. Um, I'm more of like a colorful kind of girl. So if you have any ideas as far as what I could have on my walls, because they're super blank and I really don't know what to put on them. I have a wall of my paintings. And I just need ideas for my other wall because it's really blank. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you guys so much. And you guys are amazing. I love you. Sorry I'm stoned. Cute. Honestly, I don't really have any specific strains. I just, I, like you, I love sativa. I don't smoke indica at all. It makes me, like, it feel, makes me feel, like, sad. I don't want to feel sad. So I do not do that. But yeah, sativa is like, I like to try different kinds because I feel like you kind of have to find your special one. You're the right exact blend for you, but definitely a sativa girl. And I was thinking for your room, you said there's nothing on the walls, I think, and that you were kind of a color girl. What if you did some, okay, I'll put inspos up, but I love like on the wall, your headboards on to like, I've seen people now doing like shapes and paint in the middle, but of course I love circles. So I love to do like, if you did a huge circle and did like a tone on tone wall, like two different blues or two different greens, like, but only a shade or two apart, like not like drastically different, like tone on tone that did a big circle that your headboard sat in front of and do it like in two different shades of a, that a color. You. So let's, I'll find a inspo of that, but I think that could be amazing. And mm-hmm. also then you can still put your art on it and it doesn't clash with your art. It'll just enhance your art. So I'm really digging that right now. That's a great idea. Yeah, I kind of want to do it in my room, even though my walls are white. I would just do like a gray white or a mm. or a beigey white right in the center. And I just love that you're kind of like, oh, is that there? Or is it, you know. That could like, be cool. It's so cool. Also, genius idea. I really, I gravitated towards you saying like that you really have to find like the blend of strain of mm-hmm. weed that's right for you. What if we, we do, how do you do some sort of like make your own marijuana strain where it's like. That's a great where idea. It's, where it's like very specific to you and like what your goals are when smoking the weed. So here's the thing is like not specific to a person, but there are weeds like that. Quite a few brands that do have that, that I really like. There's one, a brand called Candescent. And what I love about it, and honestly, their strains really do what they say. There's one that's called Charge, which is exactly what it says it is. 
Then there's another one called Cruise and then another one called Connect that to me feel a little bit the same, but it just makes you feel kind of laid back and social and just chilling. And then they have one called Create. And I'm telling you, that's one of the reasons I really also fell in love with smoking is because honestly, that strain, that strain called Create, it really does make you do that. It's kind of, it's weird. And hmm. that, that, and it does do that. And then there, the last one's called Calm. And that would be kind of the indica for sleep. But it's amazing. But it's in these really pretty tangerine orange boxes. And then like all the different strains are different colors and you can get a box and you get one of each. Mm -hmm. And it's really, I feel like we could take this idea a step further. And like, you know, like the shampoos right now, there's a bunch of shampoo companies where it's like personalized shampoo. You take a little survey of what you want out of your shampoo and conditioner. And then like, then they send you it with your name slapped on it and everything. Anyway, yeah, I I think that would be super cool. Where then you could like, they could do like three different ones, like one for sleeping, one for creating, whatever. Genius. I feel like you could go in. I don't know. I'm too stoned to think about this. (laughs) The logistics. All right. One more voicemail. Hey, Tish and Brandy. My name is Christy. I love your podcast and entire family. I have a high design question. I actually DM'd you guys a picture because you have to see how pathetic this is. I started a new job in December, and the chair they gave me looks absolutely horrendous. It's so old, and the seat is ripping apart, but it's honestly somewhat comfortable. Is there anything I can put on top of this chair so it looks somewhat better, or should I just get a new one? I'm not even sure if it's worth salvaging. Thank you so much, and love you guys. Bye. I gotta see this. Did you see the picture? No. How do I look? It's right here. Can you see this? Ew, I love it. (laughs) That chair is amazing. You should absolutely, if you can't, I would recover it. And honestly, I was going to say, if you can't really afford to do a recover right now, that, you know, you can easily do it yourself. You can go to any fabric store. And I'm sure that that seat comes off so easily that you could just wrap it yourself. The other thing that I love is with a vintage chair like that with a lot of wear and tear, I love just putting a big faux sheepskin throw in that. And I honestly would think it would just look amazing with a sheepskin in it. Yeah, I actually do too. It's a great chair. Mm -hmm. Definitely keep. Like um, I have those little sheepskin, I think they're technically like tiny little rugs, but I got them from Room and Board forever ago. Now you can pretty much get them anywhere, like Ikea or whatever, Wayfair. But something like that would be super cute in it, like even just a white one. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Love the chair. All right. Should we get Brittany on? There she is. There she is. Y'all, I don't have one of those ring light things. And so I'm over here trying to do my above light. I'm like, is the lighting bad? And then right before this, I was like, should I put eye drops in? Oh, no. The only reason I sit in this chair, but I sit in the hair and makeup chair where we had this for Molly and Noah and all of us to get ready. And I sat right here in this weird room. So I have this great light. It looks great. Y'all both look great. Is my well, setup a- okay? Yeah, I'm in the dark over here. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I haven't been on Skype in like since like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're stuck in the past over here, but it works for us. That I was, was about to say, this looks like really nice. I like it. Kind of better than Zoom. This is cool. I hate Zoom. 
Yeah, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. I do hate Zoom. And I was this your idea to do Skype? Because I was like, what? Skype? And then mine, I, yeah. It works so much better. So much better. This is what we do YFT on. This is it. And Tish, it's good to see you. Haven't seen you in a long time. Since we had that Brentwood house for like three months and then sold it. Honestly, I cannot believe you did that. I know. We 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 think about that house to the stakes. We're like, dang, we should have at least fixed it up and like flipped it for a little bit more because that was a that was an interesting house. But Honestly, we wanted to move down here, so we were like, all right, we're gonna let it go. When Brandy told me that, I wanted to cry. Like that house was yeah. so cool. It was pretty rad. Well, the oh. house she's in now looks even cooler. I know we're in Florida. Okay. Know? Well, I was gonna say, girl, I want your life. I was just telling the stoners that. You at so young and really just like built this company, Tribe Kelly, from you just built it. Yeah, I, I was doing it kind of before. I mean, me and Brian even met or we were dating. Like I was doing it out of my college. It wasn't called Tribe Kelly at the time. It was like totally different. It was on my Etsy. So it's it's always like been inside of me to want to do that. But then, yeah, like once I got on the road and I was incorporating like my designs and like I was cutting up Brian's. Every time he went on stage, he was wanting another t-shirt cut up or his bandmates were wanting something altered or we were going shopping and thrifting and I was grabbing people's stuff. I was kind of like, you know, I can kind of carry this over and make it like a family brand and I don't know, keep it going. I just, I just literally had no idea it could blossom into what it is, but it's so fun. And you can, obviously I have, I feel like I have both things like right brain and left brain. And that's why I like smoking weed too, because I can kind of shut up. Like I can do all the business things all day, kill it, get up at six, work out, do my routine, totally kill it on like business side and then be like, all right, I want to chill. And I don't drink really. I mean, I'll have like a, like a glass of champagne or like socially drink or whatever, but I don't really drink, so I like to have a little smoke of weed. And then that's when, like, the creative juices start flowing. And I'm like, oh, that actually would be cool there. And, yeah. Okay. I feel like she just described me. Everything except the workout. (laughs) 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 I was like, we are soul sisters because everything, like, I feel like we are rare, rare people that have the, both sides that work. I mean, honestly, because... I feel like I'm like that too. Like I like love being creative, which that is why I love to smoke weed is because I like also can be so businessy that then I stifle their creativity part. And so the weed just like makes them both blend together perfectly. And it's just true. Yeah. And a lot of the times when I do smoke, I can actually take two steps back and look at some like business decisions that I was overthinking and be like, oh yeah, duh, that's the route. You know, it like kind of breaks down that overthinking wall too, that you're just like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. I can see that from a different like perspective now. It's so true. I I, I highly recommend (laughs) Brandy, what are you smoking over there? Oh, I, you know what? I actually have been thinking lately. I think I need to really like start smoking like regularly. (laughs) Or you could like start off with some like just, you know, little five milligram gummies or something. Oh, I love a gummy, but I see, I normally... When I, especially with gummies, I normally do it to help me sleep, but I really feel like I need to make the transition over to to using it to get shit done. Yeah. You could get a sativa. Like, I don't know. Like when I first wake up in the morning, like I like to like have my coffee, do my thing, do my workout. And then it depends on like how the day is. Like if we're traveling or something, I'll for sure like smoke the tiniest bit to like knock the anxiety off and then roll through my day. 
and then relax more in the evening. But like, if I've like really got shit to do, then I'll kind of wait for it to be a treat later in the day. Sometimes that's me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just depends. And so I think it's just all about how you use it. And two, like now that we're in Florida and it's medical and you can actually get the right stuff, you know, yes, you can like say, okay, I want to clean the house. Let's hit a sativa. Like mm -hmm. I want to chill and watch a movie. Let's hit an indica. Yeah. Brandy, well, you're getting the big. Brittany's well, my new house. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well here, she made a good point though. In Nashville, this is not as easy as it is for you guys. Like even when, even when like Miley's here and Noah's here, like every, everybody's, it's always been like the weed they get, can get is shit. Yeah. Like Trace too. I swear to God, that's part of the reason he just stopped smoking. He just couldn't and, get good weed. Like you don't know what's in that. Like it's not, you know, it, it's just so different when you can go. Mm -hmm. And first of all, Billy Ray Cyrus still cannot cannot believe that you can walk into a store and buy marijuana and come <laughs> out. He says, "You mean I'm gonna come out and not get arrested?" I'm like, "You are not getting arrested. It is legal." Like he, it just blows his mind. That's like amazing. for real. But like, honestly, like you said, like you can get it for different reasons. I would I, like, if I want to clean my house, which I actually like to do, if I smoke weed and turn on some music and my house will never be cleaner. Like it is like, <laughs> and it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is, you know what I mean? I'm like, well, I was 47 before I ever started smoking. Oh, nice. So you have, I love that. You have such a good perspective from the other side of it. Cause I've, so like I've been smoking for a while, like since I was young, because I just knew that it was like medicine to me, you know? It's like medicine to me. Honestly, it was like, I'm, I say this all the time, but dead serious. Like it felt like a miracle drug for me because yeah. I've always had such horrible anxiety. And like, I really get super anxious before I travel. Mm -hmm. And even like, if it's just like going somewhere and I'm anxious, whatever, if I just smoke a joint before like I am just, it, it just changes my whole mentality. Yeah. It's actually like a fun journey. It is. <laughs> and it's like my, cause I'll get my stomach will start hurting and like getting yeah. in cause I'm so anxious about getting on the plane and my stomach will hurt. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to take a couple hits of weed. And yeah. I literally, it just calms me down. Yeah, no, I'm there. I'm right there with you. All right, Stoners. We want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. 
Try Mood's new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Uh, see, see, I like the idea that it kind of like we've talked about this a lot, like drinking, like for me, when I feel like I need to have a drink or two, it's to be able to either tolerate the situation I'm in better or like rally and come to the party, like in social situations or like when I'm DJing, like I just like need that boost, right? To like get there. But I, but the problem is the hangover the next day is so freaking brutal. So much I literally can't do it anymore. Like quick story for you. The last time I really drank or got drunk was with Kevin Hart. We were at this party <laughs> and we were in this little special area and FGL was playing between Nelly. And honestly, I think it was like the yin yang twins. It was a private party. Someone had scheduled these three acts. And so we go up there with Kevin Hart and we slam clear tequila. Oh. And literally, I just, I'm pretty sure I threw up on like this cop's Denali. Like it was oh. not a good situation. <laughs> and I, and we had like a bowling tournament the next morning and I had to get an IV. It was not a good situation. And so uh. I literally, from that moment, I was like, I'm just smoking weed. Like yeah. I'm the best hang when I can smoke weed. I can hang all night. I can do whatever we need to do and stay up for however long and I will not be hung over. No. And honestly, like I've never drank now, every now and then I will have like the simplest little glass of champagne, but I've just never drank. I just don't like it. I don't like the way it tastes. I don't like the way I feel. Mm -hmm. So like, I just don't drink at all, but like, I cannot imagine like if you smoked a joint before you DJed, you would have the best time ever. Oh yeah. yeah, Brandy, we're going to do that. Yeah. 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 I think I got to make the switch. Can you put weed on your rider yet? Or is that like not okay? <laughs> I guess it depends on where I'm at. If I'm in Denver, I'm putting that on there. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is hysterical. Okay, I just wrote on BK's Instagram today. I was just telling Brandy. It was so weird when there is a scene, and it might be in the video, but it, I just saw it on the gram. And Brian is holding the camera on you while you're dancing. Yeah. But do you remember when he like touches your shoulder and then you yeah. start doing it? Yeah. It was like watching Billy Ray Cyrus. It scared <laughs> me. Oh my gosh. I need to call him in here because he would literally die. He would be no. like, oh my God, that's my dream. I was he like. loves Billy Ray. But Billy Ray. Like his gets, whole look, his whole aesthetic, his whole vibe. Like he's like, that is. That's how he acts. Like when Billy Ray gets stoned, he'll be like, oh, and he'll get the, he'll like, he's like, he'll be like. Like all those pictures he took all of me, Brandon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I like can see it. A thousand pictures of me while I was in Tennessee last time. And it's like when he gets on, he's like, ooh, do this, do that. And I could just see Brian doing it. And I was like, it was like watching myself 20 years ago. Hey, I've got like, I think I've sent it to Brandy before. But I, so I was raised by my Nana. And my Nana was like such an oldies country fan, like loved Dwight Yoakam. Like, loved Billy Ray. Like, I mean, we knew all the songs, old country songs. And she had, like, a little Billy Ray poster. And she, for some reason, made me hang it in my room. I was really young. I was, like, four or five. Like, so I wasn't even, like, comprehending, like, what who this person is. So I, like, have, I'm, like, posing with a little Billy Ray framed picture that she made me pose with because she loved, like, Billy Ray. I know. I lost 
I lost my Nana when she was, when I was 17. And so like for her, this would be like a full circle moment for her. She would be like, oh my God, tell Billy Ray I said, hey. I mean, that is hilarious. I'll have to send it to you. I think I've sent it to Brandy. I think so too. I'll have to look through our text. How scared so funny. She you did can that. tell how young I am, but she just like, you know, man, take that picture of Billy Ray. And I'm like. And now okay. you, like, she did that, and now you're married to, like, the new one. Literally the, 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 new, the new school Billy Ray. No. I'm serious. When you forecasted it, she said, I want you to marry someone that looks like Dwight Yoakam. Like, I want tight jeans and cowboy boots. No. And then, obviously, she loved Billy Ray. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, that is weird. It, re- it really is. I'm going to have to send you the picture, and you're going to be like, that is so random. Like, I mean, that's like, but I swear there are just Tom's Braun does stuff. And I'm like, whoa. Well, I told you that. So he had his listening party. Was it last week, Brittany, that we, yeah. And he, uh, I, I talked about it on the podcast last week. He was given his speech before he played the videos. And I was saying with Lacey Cavalier and I turned to her and I go, oh my God, this is something, this is my dad. Like this is, my dad would say this exact thing if he was standing in a room full of people. It was like a, it was like a, I know you guys are going to be up here hearing my voice and seeing my face, but this is our music. This is ours. And I was like, oh, this is some BRC shit. I mean, that is crazy. Your dad gets up there and he is like, he feels it. (laughs) Yeah, that is really funny because he loves. I mean, he loves him. I mean, that's just so funny. I'm gonna have to tell him that he's gonna be like, "Y'all, you really compared me to him?" Like, I know. It was like, like <laughs> honestly, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've just seen that exact." And we gotta, we gotta get them in the same room. I know yeah. we do. We really do. We need to have like a dinner or something and just like let them hang out and like grow out together because yeah, like literally once when he saw him at the award show last time. Oh, he came back and he was geeking. He, Brian doesn't geek over anybody. I'm telling you, he can meet anybody, the president, and be like, "Cool, whatever." And he's like, "Billy Ray Cyrus is like the man. Like he's Aww, like, the man. He's like legend, legendary." Okay, well, I think he's the man, and because he is setting the standard really high about what I see from the outside of how to treat a lady, because the boat is pretty awesome with yeah. the big Britney on the front. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he is, and I, I didn't believe that he was, like, that sweet of a guy, honestly, until I met his parents and, like, his dad and everything, and I was like, okay, this all makes sense, but he just, that really is him, like, that is his true self and, like, soul. You can tell. I know. You How long have you guys been married now? Oh, my gosh, we're going on eight years, which sounds Holy crap. so crazy. But I got married young. I mean, I was 23 when I got married, yeah. so. It, and how, how is he, how much, is he older than you? Yeah, he's five years. Okay, it's about the same as you. six years. Perfect. Yeah, yeah I know. I like a little older man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's is crazy. You, wait, you, you got married at 23? Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. it will be eight years in December, this December. So You got mom. You and dad got married in December, too. It's so weird. That is so really weird. weird. I know. <laughs> and I feel like we're very similar. You probably didn't do this exactly, but at all but I could see you guys vibing like this like we literally got married at home and afterwards (laughs) wait (laughs) mine gets better we went to Burger King after okay okay we had like some crab or something like that but I didn't even eat it that is hilarious we got married at home and like literally we're like okay let's get a burger like it it was insane but ours was so low-key like we talked about all these different options and I go why don't we just get married at our house and we had we had 38 people at our wedding. Love like it. it was so low key. 
we just, yeah, it was, I think we got married in like, it was like 15 minutes. Like I just walked out oh, yeah. by myself, did it. We said our little things and we were done. We just like party. We like literally walked up and got stoned. That's what we did. I didn't have a drink all night. Like I was like, I just want to snug a little bit and just feel it and take it all in. And, ah, like, not stress. That's another great thing about weed. It makes mm-hmm. you do that. I know. And everybody was like, drink this and take shots. And I was like, honestly, I'm so happy. And like in the moment, just like yes. wanting to relax. And I just want to relax into it. I love that. I know. When's your birthday? April 29th. Are you a Taurus? I'm a Taurus. Ah, me too. You are? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, that is really, this is like semi-creepy, but there's like, or not creepy, like this is great. But there's like a fan club, like an FGL fan club. And yeah. they have decided that I look like one of y'all. And they put my face by Miley's face all the time. They'll put my face on her body. <laughs> They've compared me to y'all too. They'll be like, y'all, you, are you sure? Because people know like I've like lived with my grandmother. So people are like, are you sure that you're not like a supposed to be like vicious daughter? <laughs> that <laughs> is like, so funny. I know. Mm-hmm. I have to send you all the screenshots afterwards. Oh, <laughs> it's it's her voice too. She's got like the like the the gruff voice like Miley yeah, does. Is. Like I totally see why people say that. Uh-huh. Me it's too. Funny. I know. I'm like, well, maybe I maybe I do belong. Maybe like y'all had me in a different universe. You and Billy Ray. Um, maybe like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too good. I know. Look, BK rolled me one. Cheers. No, that's a good one. <laughs> That is a good one, right? That there. is a really good one. I know. I love it that you guys are open about that too. Yeah, I mean, especially if you listen to like some Beach Cowboy lyrics and some um, Party on the Beach. Like, you know, BK just came up with his first four. You know, I think Brandy obviously like probably told you, but for for his little preview party, he came out with his first four songs as a solo artist, and then he has thirteen more dropping June, like the beginning of June. And we've been keeping like everything like with the videos and visuals like in-house. Like it's like four of us. Like we, you know, like music videos. I don't know. If, I mean, obviously, I literally was like, I don't know if y'all have been on set. So, you know, those big video shoots that are like great. I mean, they're hundreds of thousands of dollars and there's 40 people on set and everybody's sitting mm-hmm. around and we're like, it became like, it's amazing. It's a blessing to be there in that position to be able to pay that much and do all that much. Mm-hmm. But when you like break it down and like literally just have a couple people around you that you vibe with and you can be like, your full self with like con the content is more raw and real and creative. And anyways, long story short, you know, we just didn't do it the traditional way. And he just, you know, filmed the four videos, came out with the four songs. We're filming seven videos over the next four weeks. Brandy debuting in Horses on the Beach. Brandy we actually got um not to like have the meeting on the podcast, but we got like word <laughs> back today that we found like a beautiful horse that's like super chill that you can buy bareback and love it so sexy on the horse oh so brandy yeah so brandy's making her debut in one of bk's one of our favorite songs called horses on the beach and the song talks about a place that we've never been which we really have never been brandy's never been and literally it says i want to take you to a place in north carolina somewhere no one can find us with some horses on the beach and so we're going to get shots of the wild horses shots of like brandy all dolled up on the horse you know what's so crazy about this is no joke like Billy Ray has told me over and over and over because he has been there when he was little and he just talks about it to me all the time. We have to go for you to see the horses on the beach. He tells well, me y'all this. Y'all should come with us. I, I know, mean, mom. You should just come. 
Y'all should just meet us out there. I mean, literally, we're going to, it's this place called like Kitty Hawk. It's like a really small oh. area. Oh my God. And Billy Ray's dog, he says that that trip to Kitty Hawk literally changed his life. Well, that's literally where we're going. We have been shooting a documentary on him for so many years, and he just said he wants him going to get back to Kitty Hawk. Stop. This is so weird. Y'all, you guys this get is, on your bus and let them go. <laughs> it's really too weird. I mean, come on. It's crazy. Speaking of Bron, I love this whole Beach Cowboy thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's so pumped. I've been working on it so hard for literally like over a year now. I mean, he's so pumped. And what I love is it's like, honestly, just so authentic. It's insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, all those videos, everything, like literally for that Beach Cowboy video, we shot that at like my fan, like some of my family's house down here. Like I was driving the golf cart, the videographer's like hanging off the side, like he's riding the bike. Like it's all so like what he would do in his everyday life. And then what we would do to capture yeah. that if we didn't have some big production and big, you know, like it's really cool. I mean, we just hired a behind the scenes guy. Cause we're like, we've got to get behind the scenes of like show these other kind of like artists, like how to like work because you don't mm -hmm. need 40 people and crazy sets and crazy robotic arms and all these things. It's like, you can literally make magic like on the go and get creative as you go too. Hey, so Molly too, she just for Gucci, she did a little everything self-directed she had a little stand that she put her cool. phone on yeah. and she shot the entire video herself see i think this the new way mm -hmm. i think so too like when i see that video with you guys it like it feels like you're a part of that party yeah because it feels yeah. so real you know yeah. Totally. And even with that party, we literally called up like some of our local friends. We just had like some people come on the beach and we literally just had like a, a party. Like it wasn't like we hired like 30 yes. like beautiful, perfect extras and everybody's like fixing their hair in between. I, like it feels so real and authentic. And I was like, this is so good. Yeah, no. And that's literally like today. We shot a video today. Tomorrow, we're actually acting in a video, like our first video that we'll be acting and like going into character. Like I actually just, actually like, let me show you all my wig. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Look, this is Rose. Love. <laughs> that. And That's so fun. I even got like, I used to work at Buffalo Wild Wings back in the day. And um, I got my old like pack from Buffalo Wild Wings and everything I'm going to be wearing. Yes. I got some Walmart shoes. No, that is um, so good. We're that like actually so doing like like a short film type of situation where we're like slipping into like different characters and he's like, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I can't wait to show y'all. This uh -huh. whole like next seven videos are going to be very like artsy and just, yeah, real and raw and like, yeah, small crew and just creative. so fun for you guys to do together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're having like the time of our life and even like glam, like I'm doing his glam, I'm doing my glam. Like there's just not that many people around, you know? So much better. Yeah, there's so much more room for creativity. And um, I mean, it's even like some parts are unscripted. We're like, all right, well, we'll, when we get there, we'll just see what we feel. Exactly. You know? feels and good to like, see, to say that too. Just like, all right, freedom, we'll just figure it out, you know? And it, this sounds like so, like you said, cliche and bougie, but it's like when you go and it's a, a video shoot and you have to be there at 6 a.m. and you already have people touching your hair and touching your face and tell, like, it's just like so invasive. Yeah. And I feel like you immediately kind of get, like on edge and because you're being told where to go, what to do, what to eat, what to like, it's just so nuts. And everybody's always touching you. Mm -hmm. And but yeah. like to do it the way you are, I like, it just like, 
I think you can feel it in like the yeah. video, the song and all of it. I really do. Yeah, we want to capture really cool moments and like give fans and viewers like a cool intimate moment into whether it's acting or like a real moment between us. But like, like there was a video and it was amazing. It was so fun. Don't get me wrong to shoot, but um, the talk you out of it video and but I'm in a bathtub and I'm basically nude. Like I had just had like a tiny little like nude screen bra on and like panties and it's like a black bathtub with all these flowers and I'm like dipping in and coming out and there's literally like 50 people around me just like uh, yeah and I'm like uh, uh. get like everyone out of here like I can't even like get into character over here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean no, it's so weird because yeah. I, I was in a video with Miley called Mother's Daughter and like honestly the director was making me a nervous wreck yeah <laughs> like hold your tea like like all this stuff yeah no that's where we're at in life and we're like at this point it's about your quality of life and if you're not having fun on like a video shoot or a photo shoot or or at like like your stuff or any like a horse like show like if you're not having fun at that kind of stuff like why are you doing it at this Mm -hmm. point you know totally Um, but no I mean not to get on my high horse literally about that but no I'm like I am truly the same way now okay I know there's two things we absolutely have to talk about before we end this because we could just sit here and talk about all night but I I felt like we needed to do high design this week with Brittany right uh, because she Brittany just built from the ground up you guys built this amazing house in Florida and it is amazing it's so unique even just from the photos you sent me when you first had it done I was like I feel like I'm not even in the United States like this is incredible so I just want you to talk a little bit about what that process was like to start from scratch and build something from the ground up and and what where the inspiration came from for the for the style of it and the furniture and everything I it's just it's so unique and so cool and again I feel like (laughs) <laughs> her and I, like on the same page, design queens. Love to well, hear. Well, thank you for saying that. This house that Brandy's talking about in Florida was so special because we got to literally take it all the way to the ground foundation and build from it. What was something special about this was if we would have built a whole new building on this area, we would have had to go back 100 feet because of the setback laws. We wanted to keep it really you know, close to the water. So we actually have an octagon house with two wings on either side. And then we built like a, like a south wing on it. And then the octagon is kind of like the common area. And the octagon overlooks like this coastal dune lake, which when you go up in the tower area, you can actually see the gulf. So it's wow. a really so cool. interesting setup. Um, but it feels like you're in like South Africa or something. Like it feels like you're, and we're like right across from, a state park area and so we literally saw eagles today like we see these two eagles we see anyways it's just a gorgeous area and so we had to get really creative and stay within like the confines of what was here before so that we could you know stay in you know close to the water so anyways we got a lot of design from when we went to africa when we went to um byron bay in australia love byron yeah and then obviously like the famous pinterest but i don't know i feel like we had been saving stuff for like two to three years like all through travel like and i had started like a note like a just a running note every time of everything like even when i was in a hotel i was like sinks need to be higher so it doesn't splash my face like little things that just drove me crazy but i really wrote down what i didn't want you know Mm. i started there and then we just kind of built it out from there but we knew we wanted like a dark sexy masculine 
just vibe throughout the whole house. We didn't want like, you know, the typical like white and bright, yep. you know, that you see at the beach a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like wood ceilings, wood floors. We have mushroom board everywhere, which mushroom board just gives it like that, like Aspen vibe almost. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in like a furry chair right now. You know what I, I mean? I love like, it. Like, yes. You don't really like think about that at the beach, you know what I yeah. mean? So a lot of like ironic elements at the beach that I wanted to include. And then I definitely, I knew I wanted like, mixtures of wood you know metals and we have stone all throughout the house too like we have a fireplace here which is not really typical of florida but it gets cold here in like yeah, January, February, march so i knew i wanted like an entryway to look like you were like you know i have two front doors i knew like we wanted that so there was just things that we saved over like the years of like travel and i just like kept kept a file and then we just lucked up like we have like three acres here right here in Florida like on the beach so that is amazing we have four dogs we have four Mm. German shepherds so like it's just like we have like four mini miniature horses basically I feel like (laughs) it's all like the poop and like everything around so I was like we needed like a big area for the dogs and but um no I mean designing was like freaking amazing it's my dream I can't wait to do that one day mm-hmm. and how yeah. long did it take from start to finish like from the beginning of the whole thing to you being it's, in it honestly we're still we're still doing it it's like been three years almost I mean we like moved in after like two and a half years of it and we're still like punch listing things out yeah like, it's just a long long process you just have to get very patient yeah you. It's tough. I mean, even a remodel, like it is just always longer than what you expect for sure. Yeah. But I'll have to send you some pictures that I sent Brandy because yeah, like the bathroom just feels like you're in like, yeah, like a spa in Australia somewhere. Mm -hmm. Love. No, we have like black fixtures and just, I don't know. We just went really dark and like warm and kind of. I love that. I, I really like that vibe because I love the 70s, that real cool 70s vibes too, like mid-century modern. So I love all the woods right now. I know it's so fun to like take it there because I, at first we have, see, we have like an oak on the floor and then this mushroom board on the ceiling and everything's trimmed out in mushroom board too. And when, when you're standing here and there's nothing here, you're like, <laughs> yeah, that oh. kind of look good together. And you know, the designers and everybody's like, yeah, it is. And then you're kind of, you know, you have all these opinions and then you do it and you're like, damn, that's good. Exactly. And we have a lot of antiques throughout the house too. Like that's really our style is like, you know, I grew up with my grandmother, like I was saying, and you know, we would come down here to this part of Florida pretty much every summer of my life. And we would stop at antique stores the whole way down. I like lived in antique stores and I hated them when I was younger, (laughs) but now I'm like, Oh, I just want antiques. It just like makes it feel like lived in. and So pretty. Thank you. Thank you. I know we'll have to have y'all over. I mean, honestly, Brian would probably literally shit his pants if I was like, Tish and <laughs> Billy Ray and Brandy want to come over. He'd be like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> he would, like, would pull out the stops. We'd be cooking the steaks and the lobster tail for y'all. That would be so, so funny. Yeah. We'd love Literally have to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Last thing I just want to touch on before we end, I want to circle back to Tribe Kelly. So uh, one of the things that not only do I just love the clothes and I think you're an absolute genius, but I love that everything is made in LA, ethically made. And I know like I see you post all the time, you know, people ask questions about like, well, why is the price point high or why does it cost this much for this? And you do such a good job of explaining like this is why it's priced this way. This is where the money goes. And and I just want you to talk about that a little bit because I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the short 
short version because literally I could talk y'all's ear off about this because there's just so much information surrounding, you know, manufacturing and production in the U.S., number one. Number two, when I went to start this brand and knew I wanted to like mass produce it and make, you know, thousands of units, you know, I wanted to make sure I was doing it the right way. You know, once you start, even if you throw in a Google search, like manufacturing, you know, like there's a lot that comes up. And so I just really did my research and I knew that number one, I wanted to be able to design my clothing and actually be able to see the samples and put it on the fit model and, and change it right there on, on like hand. And you can't do that overseas. You know, there's a lot of back and forth and, you know, mm-hmm. video and things like that. And so, cause I had so many people in my ear saying, just send it overseas. You're going to be profitable years earlier, you know, years earlier, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's fine. And luckily we were in a position where I could, you know, invest a little bit of money and and see what happens. And so I just wanted to do it the right way. And once I kind of did that research and went and actually looked humans in the face and I'm like, you're going to be sewing my stuff. You're going to be sewing my stuff. Like, this is where you sew it, you know, and like not to put any brands down that are making things overseas by any means, because there are good manufacturers overseas. But I personally wanted to be able to see my people and know they're getting paid fair wages, know that they're getting, you know, housed in a good environment. Because even in LA, there's some, there's some manufacturers that you walk in and you're like, oh my gosh, like, are y'all, how are y'all breathing here? There's no air, there's no this and that. So I just personally wanted also, this is like a, another thing you may believe in this, you may not, but like the energy going into my clothing, like, I don't want these people to be disgruntled or mad or, or, or hot or, or not feeling well because they're in like a, you know, sickly environment because it's, you know, things that I've seen, let's just put it that way. It's very alarming. Uh, mm-hmm. It made a lot of these really, really big mass produced brands. And it's like, honestly, it makes me like choke up because th- bad things happen in factories that aren't managed well. And so absolutely. So for me, I just personally knew I wanted to pay people well, make sure they were in good conditions, make sure en- good energy was going in my clothing, make sure I could control the quality and design. And, you know, the wear, the per wear of garment goes way up when you can control that quality. So when I pay, you know, for a fair priced hoodie and then have it at, you know, $95, all of those profits are also not only trickling to the people that are making that stuff and manufacturing, but, you know, my employees, my customer service. Um, the people working at the stores, you know, so you have to factor all of that in. And then at the end of the day, you've really just got to do your own research and compare that $20 hoodie and that $100 hoodie and see how many times you replace that $20 hoodie mm-hmm. and then watch that $100 hoodie last you until you want to pass it down or you want to donate it and then it keeps living, you know? Exactly. So if you really break it down and get really technical and look at the math and how many times you wear that piece and that garment, if you're buying more, it's breaking down in the washing machine, then you sometimes come out cheaper getting that nicer quality, you know, hoodie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of layers to that, but I just honestly encourage people to do their own research. Like if you're starting any sort of brand or, you know, cause there's many places that you can get things manufactured overseas or in South America where like there are people there and families there working and like you pay them fairly and you can trade fairly, but it has to be fair. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So when you see like something for nine ninety nine and it, it, it looks too good to be true, it, it is. probably yeah. is, you know what I mean? It probably, someone didn't get paid somewhere mm-hmm. along the line. Because, I mean, even down to our thread, like our thread comes from North Carolina. Like we know who makes our thread. We know it's high quality. We know we're doing business with their family. Like it just makes everything that goes in the garment that much better, you know. And that is so awesome. Guarantee our product. Like our like people returning things or things being damaged is so low. And mm-hmm. so it's, 
you know, it just works out for everybody in the end, you know? Absolutely. I know I need to send you a suit, a suit, Tish. I got to get you a new butter suit. Mm-hmm. This girl lives in her sweatpants, let me tell ya. Got well, it. we could probably keep you on here for another couple of hours, but. <laughs> I know, I love y'all. I could just talk, talk all night, honestly. I know. I, we need to have you on more. This was um, a good I had so much fun, I only took one hit. <laughs> Okay, you have to have Brittany back on for sure another time. Absolutely. Love y'all. Y'all are awesome. I feel like I hang out with some girlfriends tonight. That was fun. It's so fun. I know. That's why I like this podcast because that's just what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Love y'all and hope y'all have a good night and um, happy 420 Eve. Exactly. Can't wait till tomorrow. (laughs) See you then. She's the cutest. Love her. I know. Love her. Are we sure I'm not her mother? I'm seriously like there. You guys are so much alike. It's weird. It is weird. I know. And I, I've always, it's funny when I met her, when I first met her, it was like right around the time that I had kept ever at the green pastures right here in Franklin. And this woman, Lori, that teaches Western lessons. I've literally known Lori since I was a very small child. And Lori was the one that was like, there's just something about Brittany. She goes, you, you girls are just like, there's something about you two that are so similar. Like you guys are just like cut from the same cloth or something. I don't know. I've just always felt like she and I just have so much in common and are so alike. And, um, and obviously now we're learning that you guys are as well. So I'm like, maybe she is. I am that BK and BR. No, it's crazy. It's really weird. Uh huh. We might need a show, the four of us. <laughs> BK and Brittany and BR and Tish. I'll produce it. Actually, that's kind of good. Like, what if it was like the older version and the younger version of ourselves? Oh my gosh, that's genius. This is genius. You're so stoned. Stoners don't get excited. You know they're going to tell me no, but it's a good idea. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Later, stoners. Later, stoners. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.